0: The national champion is clad in, in Big Orange.
1: Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 and all absolute perfection. 20, 10 He's got five, it. End zone. Touchdown tight. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle.
2: It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Drake Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee.
1: Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards, and it is Thursday, October 26th. The fall classic is set. Um, the Titans lose one of the better defensive backs they've ever had in franchise history as he is shipped off to be roommates with a former Titan wide receiver up to the city of brotherly love. And, uh,
2: We'll get T- to time it. will tell whether that's a smart move or a concession.
1: Okay. <laughs> I agree with that. And um, we got to do some reminding of our listeners out here, folks. If you, uh, we just want to remind you that the Columbia Central Lions are playing at home tonight at Lindsey Nelson Stadium on Jim Cartwright Field against the Lincoln County Falcons as the Falcons travel out of Fayetteville and come over, move east to Columbia to take on the Columbia Central Lions. Probably come a little bit west. but Oh, I'm sorry. They travel west. You know, that's my dyslexia. (laughs) I'm sorry. They will come a little west. Yes. Thank you, Coach. Uh, They'll come west and uh, take on the Lions tonight because of uh, football officials' shortages here. or you know, In the state of Tennessee. In yeah. the state, overall state of Tennessee, each high school team has to play one Thursday night football game in order to accommodate the shortage of officials so they can available use, to call high school football. So
2: they can use crews you know, twice in the week yeah. and, and still cover all the games that they have to cover. So uh, you
1: all hear those ads about, you know – Please be an official, a high school official, blah, blah, blah. That's this is this is one of the ramifications of not having enough officials uh is having to play on Thursday night. And tonight is the night that Columbia Central does that. They play against Lincoln County. Like I said, the kickoff is at seven o'clock. It is senior
2: night tonight as well.
1: Okay. And, and- Big Lou Maddox and myself, I just got notice that uh, Lee Maddox is not going to be able to make it, so he's called me. To, uh, station manager said, can, can you do it? And I said, sure. I don't know really what I'm doing in the, up there, but I'll come over there and talk a little bit, <laughs> fill up some airspace, And uh, kickoff is at 7 o'clock. And if you can't make it out to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, right there at the Murray County Park next to Columbia Central High School, um, you can listen to it on 103.7 FM. That's just two clicks, or, or, or two, not two clicks, but that's just, what is that? One two of, frequency on points, I guess. <laughs> 7. Yeah, I had two full frequency points north Above. of yeah. 101.7 is what you're listening to right now. Uh, that is our sister station, WKRM, uh, and that is also on the FM uh, band. So that kickoff is at 7 o'clock. I imagine we'll start to broadcast maybe 10 or 15 minutes before kickoff. Um, now, uh, tomorrow night we have the Murray County Public Schools game day show at 5.30, that begins at 5.30 on on this channel, 101.7. And that will lead right up to our game of the week, which is at Mount Pleasant, This the Loretta Mustangs, Mustangs. are at Mount Pleasant Tigers. Tomorrow night, kickoff's at 7 o'clock. We'll broadcast it right here at 101.7. Like I said, that's our game of the week with our game day show at 5.30.
2: And this shapes up to be a really, really good matchup. Uh, Loretto's coming in 9-0 and and leading the district right now. Uh, Mount Pleasant is right behind them at 8-1. and If Mount Pleasant can uh, defeat them, then they will be tied at the top, and Mount Pleasant will have the tiebreaker. Because of the defeating of the them in head to head competitions. So, huge, huge game for both programs. Uh, will determine, uh, both teams are going to get to host the first round of the playoffs, but what happens after the, the first round, of course, assuming you move on, uh, is. It Varies okay. because if you're first or second seat. Got gotcha. you, got
1: gotcha. you. Well, okay. So that's uh, that's what's going on locally. Uh, Columbia Central tonight, seven o'clock kickoff, and then we will be broadcasting from Mount Pleasant tomorrow night as they, as Loretta visits Mount Pleasant tomorrow night. Now, uh, the Titans have parted ways with their eight-year veteran, two-time All-Pro safety. Um, Kevin Byard, he played at Middle Tennessee State University, uh, forty miles east of uh, <laughs> of Titan Stadium. There, and uh, you know, I, I guess it's left a lot of people scratching their heads uh, on why, as poor as the Titans' past defense has been for years and years, he's been the bright years, light
2: in it. The- <laughs> he's he's had some. He's, I mean, he's, well everything good that can be said about Bayard has, you know, is going to be said and has been said he, he was a a leader team captain. He was the, the, the most effective player in the backfield for five, six years in a row. Uh, Always. was also a community leader sure. uh, you know and and being a local you know being a local product at coming out of MTSU, and, and of you course know, a lot of made hard, him a fan favorite real
1: quick and, and of course a lot of hardliners will say what difference does all that make on a football field nothing and 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 I'll agree with that but you know I, I my point is you've been terrible you've been a bottom dweller as far as past defense has gone you've gotten a formidable defensive line built with Big Jeff in the middle uh, and Autry and some of those guys on the defensive front to put pressure on the quarterback. And their numbers, defensive backfield numbers are getting
2: better with that rush. And it seems like
1: to me the last thing you want to do is start getting rid of your best defensive backs. But that is exactly what the Titans have done.
2: And he's doing it to build draft capital. Uh, He got a fifth and a sixth round draft choice. He also got another – and defensive he being, back.
1: He being general manager, Rand Carthen. Rand Carthen. And, uh, and, and, and they got and another defense. Now, Mike Vrabel's yeah. in on this, too. I, you know, I, to. I, I mean, to and, a know, great those, extent, I think there's, those two think, have yeah. to work together, coach, and have to talk yeah. to each other and decide what they're going to do about personnel yeah. on the team. And uh,
2: ultimately, though, the po- personnel decisions do fall on the general manager. And okay. uh, you know, yes, he consults with his coach, but he he ultimately makes the diff- the, the decisions on that. <laughs> uh, they also received uh, uh, the player Edmonds. I think is the guy Terrell coming, Edmonds. Uh, Terrell coming, Edmonds, who also brings with him the ability hopefully to the ability to catch punts okay something that the titans have had a hard time doing sure uh and you so think
1: that kyle phillips would be it would be it would be the guy that, uh the you know problem know I mean? again kyle is i know if i remember banged, right if i've got my names up. right
2: he's he's having a hard time staying on the field due to injuries okay. and, and stuff as well so you know which seems to be the the titans bugaboo i uh, really didn't that, know that's been their problem for three or four years now is and keeping I, people healthy. And uh
1: I really didn't know this coach, but um Kevin Byard is from West Philadelphia.
2: Yes. He gets to go home. Born, uh, he was
1: born and raised in West Philadelphia.
2: So and I in, think it's you know I hate to lose Byard. Okay, don't don't get me wrong. I hate to lose him. But in the in the long run, this may be, you know, we, we get some draft capital from him. We get a player that can help us uh down the road as well. Uh, he gets to go to a he gets to go home, and, and and gets to go play in front of the home crowd a little bit. Or, but you, you, know, know I'm, and, 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 you know what? And, but I'm gonna he also do. he he also gets a chance to go play at a in a team that's
1: that's ready
2: to go right you know, now. I tell you and what,
1: I'm I'm going to look at this like I look. Uh, you know, I, they may have done but them I'm some favors. i look at this like a rock and roll band. Okay, take 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 the band, the police. Okay. Two ugly guys and Sting, right? <laughs> Kevin Byard. <laughs> okay. Kevin Byard is the Sting. The other the other guy, the other guys in the back in the defensive backfield, they're the two ugly guys. Why do we get rid of Sting? Why do we get why do the Titans get rid of uh, of the main guy, the talent? You know the thing that holds the band together uh, as as much and and you know even though the police is uh, you know a rock and roll hall of fame and I mean it's the, they were the police they're awesome don't get me wrong but I mean why do we get rid of Sting why we it, keep why do we keep the two ugly guys it comes and then, down and then it comes down to what leader?
2: but it comes down to what Grant Carthon's uh, mission statement has been and given you know to what him. that
1: is and I'm gonna tell you and, uh, and the, and the count-
2: way the way things are starting to fall as he may have been told you know blow what? this. Start I, I blowing this team up and and start rebuilding for the look, future.
1: This new multi-billion dollar behemoth that they're building on the river across from downtown Nashville for the Titans to move into. They are on a three-year uh, window to get this thing built and get the Titans moved in and playing. And I guarantee you, Amy Adams Strong has gone to uh, Rand Carthin and – possibly Mike Vrabel, if he's still there in three years, who knows, and said, I don't care what you got to do. you got three years. I don't care who you fire, who you trade off, what to do. You've got three years while we're building this behemoth out here right next to Titan State, Nissan Stadium. While we're building this, you better be building me a championship-quality team. And in order to do that, you've got to cut some of the bait, pocket some of the money, Get some draft draft picks for it, and that's what they did with Kevin. Yeah, Biden. she would
2: love nothing better than to repeat history with one more step, you know, one more yard. Uh, if you remember when the Titans came to Nashville and they actually came into what is now Nissan Stadium, uh, that's the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, they inaugurated a new field, a new stadium, stuff like that, by making the big run into the Super Bowl. Again, they they would have liked to have had one Didn't more yard out of that. Game.
1: I don't think they lost a home uh, game that year, maybe. But, maybe. I, yeah, I can't
2: remember. I don't remember. To, but, you know, I think she's wanting to kind of rekindle that that repeat of history, that that possible repeat of history. Um, with the idea of getting you know, that one more
1: yard. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's no spring chicken. None of us are, but no. I'm just saying, you know, you got a chance, I guess, to go out with a bang. You're building a multi-billion-dollar stadium. Uh, you're charging. You're charging unbelievable amount for PSL seats. Just I, I've heard some PSLs going up in the 50s and 60 thousand dollars for a PSL seat in that new state. Well
2: NFL prices are, are ridiculous and anyway. So you know so.
1: you're gonna you're gonna have to put a better product on the field than what you've been putting on the field since two thousand for Titans fans. And I tell you what else, Amy Adam Strong, if you want to do your players a favor, do King Hen- Henry Derrick Henry a favor and trade him to somebody that wants to win. That's that is dedicated to winning ball games. I've, I've, I, I I just question that.
2: I hate to I hate I mean, to put it in a situation where, of, of wanting to win. I think they've made some poor decisions trying to win. Okay. Uh, and and, well, and Robinson right. and Robinson didn't do him any favors with his decision making process and, and I all mean, that other, stuff. Other
1: other teams seem to be and, doing fine. Uh, uh, Jacksonville seems to yeah. be doing. Jacksonville uh, Jaguars seem to be doing just fine, yeah. making making good decisions. I want. So. I want to put people. I want her to put people in places to make those good decisions. And but you know what? Derrick Henry doesn't have doesn't have time to wait. No. Derrick Henry needs to go to well, a team. We don't have do time Derrick, to wait either. Do Derrick Henry a favor. Get him to a winner. Let well, him go. Here, here's him the, here's the other winner. side about
2: Derrick Henry's situation. His contract is up this year. And if we don't get something for him this year before that contract ends up, we don't get anything for him. He walks next year as a free agent, unrestricted free agent. And he
1: might just wait.
2: And, yeah. See what the market brings. And he could go somewhere else and do exactly what you're talking about, market himself out to a good team that has a chance to do something, and we get nothing from him. So if, if if this is your mission, if this is your mission is to rebuild instead of salvage,
1: then let, let then, Henry go. Then, yeah, get you're something. Gonna, we're going to
2: have to deal Henry right now, so you can get something. And we actually have a pretty good answer for Henry in Sharp. Sharp is a pretty good running back. Spears, can, you Spears, mean? Spears, excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, Spears. Um, uh, you're thinking of
1: Tajay? Yeah. Sharp,
2: okay, but which got, didn't pan out? Uh, we've got Spears as a as a very viable. Alternative to Henry, uh, I and mean, he can do some things that Henry hasn't been able to do in you know, and catching and passes out he, and stretch a defense. He ain't number
1: twenty-two. Let's no, just be honest. No, he's not. He's okay. not
2: the. He's not the big hammer and, and, and stuff like that. But well, he fits the more the, the the current modern game a little bit better okay. than Henry does, and and, had, uh, and that's gonna you know he, he's he's more along the McCaffrey style of player than henry is okay and and that's that's kind of what they're looking for
1: and i want people to understand that we understand look it's a business we get it yeah i mean i'm we're not i'm not numb to the fact that you know it's all about dollars and cents and 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 the titans putting themselves trying to put themselves in the best position to move forward because at two and four in my opinion there's only one way to go from here and that is up now at the beginning of the season, we talked about coach. You and I talked about yeah. before we came on the air. You know, Vrabel and and Titans fans felt pretty good. We got D Hop on the lineup. Uh, we got rid of, of course, AJ left. We got uh, Hopkins trailing. In. Trailing was starting to come into ties his own. It, ties it. We felt pretty good trailing about Bur- the draft. We got we got a we got a we got a, we got a ter- the best left tackle in the draft. We moved up in the draft to get uh, Will Levis. We already had Malik Willis on the team, but we, we were, had a chance to get one of the one of the top rated quarterbacks that kind of fell a little bit in the draft, and the Titans moved up to get him, who will be starting Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons in Nashville. Um, yeah, hope and, they and, don't blow him up. And and, <laughs> and so now now right right now, and the and the NFL deadline is not far away. I want to say. It, won't, it might be the first of next month. It might be the, in the next week or so.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming it, up. It's home. coming
1: up. So the Titans get rid of Kevin Byard. He goes back home to West Philadelphia where he was born and raised. Um, he played at MTSU. And, and Titans fans kind of feel like he, since he played at MTSU, kind of a homegrown guy and, you know, uh, liked him. But, you know, like I said, you know, maybe Kevin Byard deserves to go somewhere where they where they where they want to win. I mean, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles have been trending up and doing doing pretty darn well uh, in recent years, and look like they will continue to do pretty well with the personnel they have on their uh, roster right now. So maybe Kevin Byard deserves a shot to win. Doesn't Derrick Henry deserve a shot to win?
2: Well. Again, I, I hate to impugn the idea that they don't want to win, and, and there, there's, the, the, I think they've made some very poor decisions in trying to win, and now they've got themselves in a jam. They've got themselves in a hole where they're gonna have to start well, making some wanna, drastic they, moves. I
1: tell you what, if they want to win, and, and the Titans organization wants to win, but they got a damn sure strange way. Well, of showing, remember, of remember all these it.
2: other teams. Remember all these other teams that we're talking about doing well right now. The Philadelphia Eagles were the laughingstock of the league for several years. And the Jacksonville Jaguars were the laughing stock of the league just recently until they got their this this latest coach and, and he started rebuilding and they and, and they built through it. draft capital. Through draft capital, they've made themselves stronger, which is exactly the model of the NFL. Right now. So, okay. you know, it was kind of like the Titans taking their turn going through the doldrums and hopefully they can climb out of it and, and
1: do well, the same thing. It seems like we've been and going through the doldrums for a long well, time. There how long, been, how long was Philadelphia How long was much,
2: Philadelphia a, a doormat of the league? How had, long was Tampa Bay a doormat of the league? How long was was, was the Patriots a doormat of the
1: league? Well, I mean, then I they, get it. They got
2: their draft I, I capital and got it up. I don't,
1: I don't know about the Patriots. The Patriots got Tom Brady and they – they never look back. You know, they got Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, you know. And now they're looking back. <laughs> you know. And now they're starting to slide. We get we get a terrific back like Derrick Henry and we can't build anything around him. Come Again, on, give me. Let I am acknowledging back, some number, poor decisions the have been one made. back in the NFL and we can't do anything, but but go fi- play 500 ball. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. <laughs> We'll be right back. Ooh, I'm by the no, I can't sleep
0: in this is Coach Treder's dog from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
2: This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
1: And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike on the boards. And uh, just before the break, we were discussing uh, the move of Kevin Byard as Kevin Byard has gone up north to Yankee land to join A.J. Brown, former Titan teammate that went to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now Byard will be probably playing safety for uh, the Eagles as the – Trade uh, for Byard included Terrell Edmonds coming to Tennessee, defensive back, longtime defensive back with the Eagles, and a sixth and seventh round. I think it's fifth and sixth. Fifth and sixth round yeah. draft picks. And some people from- say,
2: "Well, man, we got we
1: got three. I think they
2: got three fifth rounds. Or you know, what are we going to do with three fifth rounds or something like that?" Number one, that becomes capital to trade with. Uh, to start looking for people, uh, as we were talking during the break, the Titans are going to have to address their problems in the offensive line. If they don't do that, it doesn't matter who you have in the skills positions. If right. you don't get the, that I mean, pro- offensive line of the, fixed up,
1: one in the trenches. I yeah, mean, if you, you don't know, get that's... that
2: offensive line squared away and get it squared away pretty fast, and it's going to take more than one. You know, they've got. I think they've got something pretty good in, in Sharonsky. <laughs> The problem is, is they don't have a whole lot around that. Hopefully, this uh, uh, Pierre Tart, or not, yeah, Pierre Tart that's that's coming back in, coming off the suspension and stuff like that. Hopefully, he's going to get some, you know, provide some stability. But he's still a question mark. Um, And uh, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to make multiple moves. They're going to have to make multiple moves. And
1: uh, we're going to find out.
2: We're going to see what he can do with this trade, with this trade capital.
1: And You know, my philosophy or my opinion is they're fire-selling the team and getting ready for uh, the 2026 season. And if that's the case, own it. If that's the case,
2: they, go ahead and own it. I think they, our I think our fans are are they knowledgeable want, enough about
1: it to, to says okay, we understand our chances of going you know, this I year. I don't think you're you're politically correct coming out and just saying you, we're fire selling the team. You, you, but I, I, I don't you know I, 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 don't, yeah, I, I don't think, a rock I don't and a hard fan, spot doing I don't that. think the I don't think the fan base would take it right. I don't think you you just can't do it. You just you just do it and let people and let, the, and let people like myself and you and and Titans <laughs> ran, for, form their own opinion but yeah. that's my opinion they're getting ready for for the season when they open up in the multi-billion dollar uh new home there on uh the Cumberland River across from downtown yeah. so we'll see what and our happens. Opi-
2: our opinion in 4 bucks will get us a cup of coffee so there you, go. you know <laughs> um,
1: but in the meantime the Titans have to still you know have still go out there on Sunday and and play play football, and you know we'll watch and see. We'll we'll really watch and see from this point on uh, how how desperately hard that the Titans play football. I'm not going to say yeah. that they're going to start tanking it two and four to work to try to get Caleb Williams out of USC because I feel as though Caleb Williams is going to be he'll be the number one pick without a doubt unless <laughs> unless a big unless unless somebody goes. Be defensive linemen. or I
2: think they feel like they may have their what answer they've got with with Levis at at quarterback and stuff. Or Willis, I don't know. I
1: mean, we haven't seen it yet. So, but they
2: they're going to have to get that that high draft. They're going to have to use high draft picks on. Linemen. Sure. They're going to have to – And it's going to take – or, or trade high draft picks to get linemen. And they've
1: got two draft picks in every round for the next two years – At least one of them needs to be a lineman every time. It's still going to take two to three to four years to get these guys into championship NFL um, form to yeah. win uh, – to do what Amy Adams Strunk – Is envisioning she wants to do, and I think that is get put a championship team in that new house on the Cumberland River in about three to four years or whenever it gets built, and that's and and that's the timeline they're looking for. They're taking it makes sense. Your your
2: argument makes a lot of sense. Okay, your argument makes makes a lot of sense. I I don't know that I I don't know that I agree with it completely, but it does make. You don't have to. It it makes a lot of sense in in that you know if you look at it that way. Okay. uh, I I think he's between a rock and a hard spot right now of of, do we salvage or do Um, we rebuild? And my deal is And it looks like he's starting with with this move, the the indications are we're moving we're starting to swing more towards the rebuild as opposed to the salvage. There you go. And And by
1: the way, Miss Strunk, if you're listening to this to this radio station, to my voice right now, do Derrick Henry a favor. And just go on and, and and cut him and let him, and or, or at least trade him and get something for him and let him go to a, a winner. That,
2: may, that message may need to go more to Carthian than okay. To her. Well then, Rand, so. if you're
1: listening, you do it. Or Mike yeah. Vrabel, if you you're listening, you do it. Do Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry deserves better than to be sitting in the backfield and whittling his his running back career away because he 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 played at Alabama as a champion and he he doesn't deserve to go out. As the best running back in the NFL for a number of years, and be playing for a subpar team like the Titans are playing right now. Yeah, here's
2: so. the, the other the other interesting part about that is on most of these other team rebuilds, we've mentioned Philadelphia on the rebuild, we've talked about. Uh, Jacksonville on the rebuild Tampa, uh, Tampa
1: Bay Tampa Bay. It, Tampa Bay did it around Guess one what? quarterback Guess. around one one quarterback that's and and you and you're going to sit here and tell me that the Titans can't do it around the best running back in the NFL
2: well there's a difference between a running back and a quarterback and a huge difference in that situation well, I the, get it. the other the other I side understand. of history the other side of that
1: history of those rebuilds we can't even build a above 500 team around the best uh running back in the NFL
2: the uh, the other thing about the history of those rebuilds usually involved a new head coach. Well, and there's the question: does does well, the old, the does old. Drable, does Drable survive this uh, this rebuild? I Don't. I personally kind of <laughs> like him, and I'd and I, I like it
1: ain't but, about But life. he struggles. Yeah, and, and
2: you're right; he struggles it's in certain wins regards. It's about losses, is what it's about. And I think his. Sometimes his loyalty to his assistants has cost him. Okay. And we'll uh, we'll find out.
1: We'll find out because one of his assistants is coming back home to roost this weekend in the form of Arthur Smith, who used to be the OC, offensive coordinator for the Titans and is now the head coach at the Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons are coming to Nashville this weekend. Well, the next
2: offensive coordinator that did pretty well with them. It was also the head coach of the Green Bay Packers right now. So, trying, and, and he's having
1: a pretty rough go of it. So. Yeah,
2: he lost his bell cow.
1: And, so uh, and we see what and, happens yeah. that. Um So the four and three Atlanta Falcons are coming to Nashville sun, this Sunday, noon kickoff, Nissan Stadium to play the two and four Titans. Um, Atlanta's a three-point favorite with an over-under of 43-and-a-half. And Vrabel has already said Will Levis will be under center to start the game, but that you also – we will also see Malik Willis. So both quarterbacks will play. Uh, coach and I have never deal – never agree with a dual quarterback system. But, you know – It's tough to make it work in the NFL. you got to play with the cards that you dealt. Yeah. And, uh, so, and
2: also, uh, he's also posturing a little bit, making, making Atlanta – prepare for both of them so now
1: looking at the nfl there's an nfl game tonight um thursday night football if you have prime time or prime amazon prime uh video or amazon prime video whatever they call it you can pick that up if you don't go to local watering hole or i guess you go to walmart they probably have it on at walmart I would
2: guess. Uh, I, mean, I think I would. I wouldn't get, count on of course, that. <laughs> I don't know how long they let
1: you stand in the electronics <laughs> yeah. department staring at a TV. But anyway, um, it is a Thursday night football. But speaking of Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay goes to Buffalo, and Buffalo is just coming off that loss from at uh, Boy, New England. A, that's a
2: team of mystery right at now. New
1: England, so uh, they lost twenty nine to twenty five. Um, so Buffalo's not going to be very happy. Um, uh, similar to Philadelphia coming off that New York Jets loss, and then last what was it uh, Sunday night put a put a whooping on. Uh,
2: yeah, but I don't know that. So, Buffalo, Buffalo, there's some there's some issues in Buffalo. We don't know what they are yet. They're yeah. a big mystery. But there are some big issues happening right now because they have the, they have taken a tumble from, best, from where they've been.
1: I looked over this weekend's NFL schedule. Possibly the best game all weekend will be the Jaguars at Pittsburgh as uh, Easter Island and his Jags, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, take on uh, Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. The Jags are 5-2, and two, Pittsburgh's 4-2, and, and that's about the best matchup all weekend because the rest of the teams are sub-500 or right at 500 uh, to play each other. Now, another interesting game, and let's see if the streak continues. KC's at Denver, six and one. Kansas City is at division rival, two and five. Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson looking like he needs to be in a wheelchair.
2: A real expensive bust.
1: <laughs> and and we know it's been how long, Coach? Sixteen games. Did did we did we talk about yeah. that a few a few broadcasts ago? The the it's been sixteen games. games. Sixteen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Darlene Connors has never lost to the Denver Broncos, the Broncos since he's been in the NFL, and we will we will continue, and we'll, we'll see if that streak continues this weekend, and how long are the Denver Bronco fans going to put up with that? Well, I mean, you, you're not going to win. The, 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 you're not. Yeah,
2: Denver. The, the problem is Denver is in what they call Cowry Sap or Cowrie. <laughs> Uh, salary cap. cap salary there we go salary <laughs> cap god
1: that must be awful
2: <laughs> salary cap jail right now because they they went out and they they Spent bargained 50, 50 million dollars on Russell Wilson and all of a sudden he has you know why did they let him go you know and uh why I mean, you I, know seattle saw something in the handwriting something uh, on the wall there that, I that mean, imagine. something wasn't quite right in in and they were willing to deal Russell Wilson away, um, you know. And, and Denver, I mean, boy, they threw out. A, and now, now they even worse. They guaranteed the salary. I mean, and even, that's a that's a big issue. That's, even, that's a big problem for even them. Even
1: the Titans, coach. Even the Titans, <laughs> right? Even the Titans, as bad as they've that they've been, you know, they're. They, they they're terrible one year. They're around five hundred, a little over five hundred. The next, they're terrible. The next year, the end of last season, they went zero and seven. Uh, you know, as much as they've stunk it up, they have. I don't think they have ever lost to a division uh, foe, much less a division rival. Seventeen
2: times. <laughs> Seventeen
1: damn times. I mean, that's a. That's, that, that's
2: that is something in your head I there, mean, as would, much as as much as it is a physical problem.
1: If that was the case, then Titan fans would be setting a match to Nissan Stadium. <laughs> it would be a huge bonfire and a good time to do it. And I'm not so sure that's not quite and a good that's, time. Th- that's not it. happening you know, in Denver right we're, now. We're right around the Halloween season. You know, I'm sure there's. I'm sure marshmallows, s'mores. I'm sure and all Denver's that
2: coach is is sitting on the hot. Well, they just brought in a new coach. So they've already made that, that change. And, you know, how long are they going to give him? I think he's, he's, he's coming in with one hand tied behind his back because they are locked in with Russell Wilson for a long time. And uh, it's well, guaranteed, it's guaranteed money, even if Russell they deal can... him off. Even if they deal him off, he's guaranteed that salary. And you know, somebody has to pay it. And right now it's Denver. And that's, uh, boy, they, they, you talk about poor decision-making, uh, well, Boy, they did. I don't, I they, don't know. Why,
1: I don't know why a team would pick up a quarterback from another team and pay him top freaking dollar in the NFL. I don't know why I mean, they would guarantee that kind of a salary. His, and his hot wife Ciara mm-hmm. must be must be laughing all to all the way to the bank.
2: That and their their agent.
1: Last night, <laughs> his Vic, agent is coach. Did you see it last night? NBA debut. Victor Wimbanyama for the San Antonio Spurs played against the Dallas Mavericks. They lost 126 to 119 to the Mavericks at home, but Wimbanyama scored 15 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one block. Um, the 19-year-old point forward plays like no one else in the world, Coach. He has a staggering size of seven foot four and an eight-foot wingspan. Uh, he takes players off the dribble and steps into three-pointers from Steph Curry range and hits them. I mean, this guy—just yeah. give him some time. He's 19 years old. He's from France. His father, his mother played basketball. His father played basketball and was also. Hey, uh... World class high jumper.
2: The uh, the other thing, though, if I remember right, if I've if you've seen him or not, he is as skinny as a rail. Yeah, I, and I'm wondering just how long he can hold up to the rigors of but the if NBA you, schedule. But if you
1: watch where he plays, coach, he's, they got him at, at outside point, point forward yeah. at seven foot four. That's what's so amazing about yeah. the guy. Yeah, and that's oh, what's so incredible. His
2: skills are amazing. Now, whether or not he, he can hold up
1: at seven foot four, he's bringing the ball down the court. Yeah.
2: Oh, he's amazing! I'm I not mean, gonna, imagine the, the ima- big imagine question is: Kareem, Can he hold up? Think,
1: think back in the day of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. or Manute Bole Yeah. or they weren't the Luke point guards. Chamberlain <laughs> or Bill Russell or some of these. Uh, what about Elijah? Wan? Mm-hmm. imagine those guys instead of going down and setting up in the plant, in the paint or on either side of the of the free throw line on the blocks. Imagine those guys bringing the ball down the court and setting up your and offense and
2: being an outside threat. I mean, that's, yeah that's amazing that's, uh, it is amazing so i i, I hope I, I hope i'm wrong i yeah. hope i'm wrong the question is can he hold up to the nba schedule and the rigors that that are going to follow with with that with that body and uh, we'll see i mean that's if he can yeah he, he is he is a budding superstar
1: well i tell you and, what they, uh, they they can't wait in san antonio for him to catch on and uh course 15 points at 19 years on the nba not too bad this is the front Porch sports radio hour we're going to come back with the uh, eight ball picks for tonight and talk some college football and talk some major league baseball because the fall classic is upon us this is the front porch sports radio hour Welcome back in the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joining the studio by Coach Mike, and it is time to talk fall classic. It is upon us. Um, Glad I didn't put
2: any money on my predictions.
1: Hey, (laughs) I'm telling you what, I'm going to tell the world I had them. I had them. I had them. I I had a bet through FanDuel when the playoffs started that the World Series would end up with these two teams. And for a $10 bet, coach, and I'll show it to you, you know, I won $1,680 because I parlayed. that. You had odds on Texas Rangers making it, with, which were like 15 to 1, the longest odds on in the American League. And then you had the um, Diamondbacks on the other side to make the World Series. And you could bet – Either team. Or you could put both of them together, and they were both the longest shots. And so when I put them together, parlayed them together, it came out to like a 100 and – well, whatever that is, 167 to one odds that those two teams would meet. And my wife and I were jumping up and down, (laughs) high-fiving, at the end of the Diamondbacks' uh, victory when they went to Philadelphia. Went to Philadelphia, and who would ever thought that they they took Game Six five to one Monday night, and then turned around and took Game Seven four to two on Tuesday night on the backs of their young players. Yeah, young players like uh, people you've Cor- never heard of, <laughs> Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas. You know these guys; they're just super young, and and the, really the. Older players like Longoria that's been he was at Tampa Bay for a while he's kind of been around the league and and has had a great career but Longoria couldn't hit the ball out of his shadow so they depended who came to the rescue were these young pitchers a rookie pitcher for Arizona the fat guy or fought uh, yeah. I, boy they had some
2: I, odd names he did he and did shut dream. him down
1: and and that and and that my friends is who we're going to bet on moving forward in the World Series. Now, let's talk about some MVP odds. Uh and, and let's well first of all, well let's talk about some MVP odds. Uh I like betting stuff like this because you get higher odds and you get a higher return for your money. I know you don't want to bet a whole lot on it, but you know, just a little bit to make it interesting. Um how about Evan Carter, rookie for the Texas Rangers? Had a great division series, cooled off off a little bit in the championship series, but he has he has and and you know when it comes to MVPs and the and they and and rookies and the rookies excel and and you know they're the big story. Sometimes they get more votes than than a veteran will get. You know. Um,
2: well, it's kind of expected from the veteran. There you go. You know, the rookies Evan kind Carter. of He's a, jump up and grab Evan your attention. Co-
1: Evan Carter MVP. I like him at thirteen to one odds. Okay, uh, Josh Young and he spells his last name J U N G, but like the great psychologist, but they pr- they pr- pronounce it young, young. Okay, Josh Young is nine to one odds. He's a rookie third baseman for the Texas Rangers. Can hit the ball a long way. Um, I like him as an MVP candidate. Now, let's move over to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Alec Thomas center fielder young player for the D-backs hit a tremendous two-run shot i think it was in game 5 um, i think it was in game 5 against the Phillies to come back uh, to come back in that series but anyway he's at 40 to 1 odds so for a $10 bet you're going to get back $410. That's a pr- that's a pretty good return on your money.
2: If you hit it, yeah.
1: If you get it. And another one, Corbin Carroll, another young player for the Arizona D- D-backs. He's at eight to one odds. He went crazy up in, uh, in game seven just the other night against Philadelphia. And you know what? That's why I think this postseason, and that's why I've said, which we've got two... Uh, championship series that went to game sevens. 7. Yeah. So I mean it's it's terrific and again and the, to me the, the, night.
2: The, the group that stole the show a lot was the Diamondbacks pitching staff. Yeah. And they they shut down Bryce Harper and company. Yeah, two sure 3 and Schwarber uh, and those guys
1: and uh, I heard one stat Trey towards Turner. the end of the game. I
2: heard one stat towards the end of game 7 that they were like 2 for 21.
1: Well, as a group in
2: it. the last three games. They and, showed in, it. in the last three games. And uh, well, to, it was just uh, tomorrow night. Just amazing
1: is, performance by the pitching staff. Tomorrow night is game one in Arlington, Texas. Uh, Fox, the Cheater Network, is going to be broadcasting it. I hope they don't have Alex, the Cheater, Alex Rodriguez, analyzing anymore, but they probably will. And the Rangers are minus 165. So you got to put up 165 bucks to win 100. And the over-under is eight. Uh, and remember, the lower the over-under total on the runs, the more likely it is to go under. Mm. So That's the same way it is with football, folks. The lower the total is on a football game, the more likely it's going to go under. Thus, the Air Force game last weekend, and uh, what was the other game that went under? I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, it went under two. They were both in the 30s. One, one was 30 and a half, and the other was 34, and both of them went way under the totals, and there's a reason for that. Um, Okay. Week number nine, college football. Tonight, Syracuse is at Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech's favored by three. The over-under total is 47.5. I'm going under the 47.5. I don't – Virginia Tech doesn't have much of an offense. Syracuse definitely doesn't have any offense. I don't know how they're going to get 47, 48 points out of both those teams, but I'm going under the 47 and a half. Um, the other – and that game kicks off at 630. The other college football game tonight, which might be the best game of the whole weekend, Coach, and that is Georgia State, and they're 6-1, and one, is at Georgia Southern – and they're 6-2, Georgia Southern is favored by a single point with an over-under total of 62-and-a-half. And I'm just going to tell you, looking over this weekend's college football slate, <laughs> Georgia – this is probably one of the best games of the yep. whole weekend. At so least on paper, yeah. So you might want to – Very evenly if matched. If you want to watch a, a, a good, a good solid football game, turn it on Georgia State at Georgia Southern. Um And remember, tonight also, NFL on Amazon Prime Video Network, Thursday night football, a billion dollars to broadcast Thursday night football games from Mr. Bezos to the NFL owners. You get Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Buffalo is a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of
2: 43-and-a-half. With their last two weeks, I can't imagine them being that big of a favorite.
1: I know, it's a lot of points. Nine, well, nine and a half in the NFL is a lot of points. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield. Especially since the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks. Sometimes Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Baker Mayfield has been known to do some crazy things and some magical things for Tampa Bay. That's why the eight Magic 8-Ball eight folks pick Tampa Bay tonight. Magic 8-Ball says take Tampa Bay plus the points against Buffalo. And in the college football, the – Magic 8-Bosses, it's a no-brainer. Take Georgia Georgia State, Georgia State, not Georgia Southern, plus a one-point. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Coach Mike. I'm Drake. This is the end of the Thursday show, but we'll be back back tomorrow, 4 o'clock sharp, Friday, for the weekend slate of football. Can't wait.